Hey there, this is Kyle Hebert, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. Rise up. The answer lies in the heart of battle. You're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Hadouken! Here comes a new challenger. Time for your Talk Time Live exclusive. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the month of Omega. This is the Omega Fist Tournament, and I couldn't be more happier right now because I have a special guest here with me. On the line right now is not only one of my favorite guys that I've ever interviewed, but he just happens to be the voice of one of the most iconic characters in the most anticipated video game this year, and that is Street Fighter V. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Cal Habert. Hey, hey, How you doing, I'm doing great, man. That's a nice intro. I try my best. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Kyle. You know, I've had such a good time, you know, with you the last time that, by the way, how was the diner food? Oh my God. Unreal. (laughs) Unreal. I need, uh, I need more scrapple in my life. Seriously. (laughs) Hey, South Street Diner has been known to be some, uh, some, uh, really good places to go in, in Philadelphia. So I'm glad that you got to enjoy it. Definitely. You and your wife and your lovely fiance wife. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, fiance, uh, you know, <laughs> live in partner in crime, you know, whatever you want to call her. She's the, awesome. The Clyde to your, you know, to Bonnie to your Clyde. Yeah. She'll probably you know, resuscitate me from the heart attack from the clogged arteries from the South street diner. But you know, <laughs> and that is love. That, yeah, that is true. That is true. Well, let's get started. I got some questions for you. And I mean, this is the uh, like I mentioned, Street Fighter V came out. It was one of the most anticipated uh, games uh, of the year. It, it was one of the games that was like pretty much saying Sony won. yeah microsoft's really kicking themselves on as far as my understanding goes they could have had street fighter on xbox if they were willing to do the cross-platform thing is that correct have you have you heard rumblings about the the behind the scenes stuff much about it all i know is that my mouth dropped them when the announcement came and i was like it's over yeah because because (laughs) as far as i understand pc can play with the ps4 and vice versa so that is correct. Cross-platform, and Microsoft is just like, nope, nope, we don't want that. You know? <laughs> it, but that's been the problem with them from the get-go is that they are making these decisions that are like making people – that are giving people the uh, side eye. It's like, why are you doing this? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean I have both systems because I think a great game can come out on any system. I'm not loyal to anyone in particular, but oh, I will plus, say – But I will let's say, be real. I, yeah. Let's be real. Plus you're investing in both of them for obvious reasons. Yeah, well, sure. I mean I mean I have – uh, I, I did voice work for Titanfall, and I was excited right. about that game anyway. So I, naturally, I got that. I love Gears of War. I love Left 4 Dead. I mean, these these are games that really stick to me, and I I love Microsoft for making a great system and all that. But the ones that the sales figures, the popularity, PlayStation's got it in the bag. Absolutely, that, bar none. I mean, they just they're on a roll. They they cater to the to the gamer, to the actual ca- not even just the casual gamer, but the gamer itself. And now it's just like a full blown entertainment system now because I watch full cable on air now. That's true. <laughs> and I wish Vita had done better. You know, it's like I, I, I they, thank you. Yeah, yeah. They they've <laughs> all but pulled the plug on that, and now they got the VR thing coming out this fall. I don't know how many people of your listeners are pre ordering that. I'm a little skeptical about that one. Yeah, I, I've watched enough Sword Art online to really make me want to step back (laughs) (laughs) it's like oh god um, i actually just uh got a uh another ps vita because when i get here's the deal when i get a second um any product like i used to get a second psp it's only because i think that they're about to go on their end and i want to keep the experience going of it exactly so i just 
I just got a, I just got my second uh, PS Vita, and this one is a slim. So, you know, I, it's, I think it's on borrow time, but it's still coming out with stuff. It's not like the 3DS where it, you know, really, really, you know, advocates and celebrates its product. Yeah. Now, are you able to to, to play uh, any game on the PS4 and port it over to the Vita as long as you're on the same yes. Wi-Fi network? Okay, so you remote, can play Street Fighter. Play. I've yeah. played Street Fighter Five on uh, on a PS Vita. Yeah. How's it handle? It actually pretty good. You got a good bandwidth. It works really extremely well. I do think PS Vita is the better system. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, would, it's beautiful. It really kills me. It really kills me that they're not, you know, uh, putting more weight on it. Yeah. I mean, I uh, I love 3DS and Street Fighter and uh, not Street Fighter, Street Pass. Sorry, <laughs> we're in Street Fighter mode. And now Me Tomo is uh, is my new obsession on the phone. So like, kudos I, to it. I, I was a little bit skeptical about that, especially with it being on uh, in that purchases and such. How is your experience with that? It's been great because uh, from from what I can tell from this initial build, uh, there, there's nothing that you have to spend money on. I mean, you earn coins and earn points and credits for interacting yeah. with other me avatars and right. uh, it's totally social and uh, does know. it connect with your original me that's on the uh, Wii U and in your account well it does you can link it to your Nintendo account but it does give okay. you the option of just creating a new custom one from the get-go yeah, on the app good. you just hold the selfie mode on your phone and it, it'll right. spit out like 50 to 100 different versions and you pick one or scrap right. it and just build it yourself so I'm gonna tell you a little funny story before we get to our questions sure. I actually went to San Diego Comic Con on 2014. Mm-hmm. I in the Street Pass, I took my um, my uh, 3DS with me because instantly you got the mecca of all things anime, comics, movies, and games, and you know there's going to be a horde of people from around the world with their Wii's at their hand. Yes, absolutely. I've gained about over 200 me friends around the world, and somehow I stupidly formatted my uh, my account. <laughs> losing every one of them. I can't tell you how upset I am about that. And I don't know when the next time I'm going to go to uh, San Diego to check that out. But I was just like, I'll never forget that. <laughs> that was the biggest hurt piece I've ever had to date. Uh, to date. <laughs> I swear to goodness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, talking about Street Fighter, yeah. you are now doing more um, full voice work this time around, more lines and such. Uh, can you walk us through the process and the production this time around, you know, as far as how different the process, if it is? Yeah, well, I mean, when, when you're recording a, a Japanese game, uh, it does take about a year to localize it or make a Western adaptation for in, in English and, and all that stuff. Uh, you're working uh, with, in this in this case, Capcom, and they're, they're usually on the phone or Skype listening in, or maybe a, a representative is there in the session with the director and the engineer to kind of oversee right. uh, everything. And um, what you're doing is typically matching some sort of timing, uh, either based on listening to the Japanese audio, uh, and we use that as a reference to to uh, get the right inflection or the right you know volume. Some things are more right. intimate, some things are more shouty. Uh, a video game session is usually uh, for some for something uh, as as big as Ryu. I mean, he's not that vocal necessarily, but you record all the the dialogue stuff first, and then the fight sounds towards the end of the session. So because that yeah. that does tend to blow voices out. But we have magical cough syrup from China and, and <laughs> you still using that. You still using the same stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ninjiam Papo Kwa, man. You type in Chinese cough syrup on Amazon. It is the first thing that comes up, and it is magical. A couple teaspoons I of that, s- and you're and you will make it. You will you will survive. Vibe, all multiple screaming, and your voice will be intact at the end. It's magic. I should have get an you, endorsement deal. I think I was just 
just about to ask you that same question right now. I was like, as much as you've been advertising that throughout the year, it's time for you to you you know to be the face. I mean, I would love to. I would love to, <laughs> but I don't want to take credit where credit isn't due. Uh, uh, actor uh, Fred Tatashore of the Hulk from animated Hulk yes. and everything. Uh, a legend. He's a really he's a really good voice. Too. Absolutely, a legend and a super super kind uh, gentleman, and um, yeah. he's the one that basically first uh, let the VO community in in Los Angeles know about this this magical elixir of the gods <laughs> that that saves people because nowadays with video games as huge as they are fighting and RPG stuff it there's uh, a lot of aggression a lot of aggression a lot of screaming <laughs> going on some people can't hack it and then others are just like hey I gotta pay rent <laughs> you know <laughs> So I'll do it. I'll scream. No problem. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're, you're done in maybe they'll probably try not bracket more than maybe four hour sessions at a time. So you're, you know, in four hour sessions, you're done. But, you know, my character of Ryu had at least maybe two, three sessions total. So I would come either, you know, the next day or the next week, depending on the schedule, because you got to schedule yeah. all these actors over the course of multiple right. months. The scripts can go through um, changes and new lines are added or they decide after the fact that they put it all together. It's like, hey, this doesn't sound quite as good. Let's have you come back in and do a pickup, which means you re-record lines uh, right. to, to make it smooth over a little a little bit better right. or, or whatever. But or maybe tech issues or sometimes even pronunciation issues in the case of, of Japanese right. games. I know when I first did Street Fighter 4, God, seven, eight years ago, um, yeah. wow. definitely struggled with the Tatsumaki Senpu Kyaku. You know, it's like, oh, how do you say that? What was that? A Kazunite? <laughs> you know, did you just sneeze? Uh, but luckily on that game, Talison Jaffe, who also voices Blanca, said, hey, let's just say it like hooked on phonics, man. We're going to slow it way down. Tatsumaki and he just had me build up and say it as fast as I could. And they still sped it up in the final release. Um, <laughs> and this time I had the pleasure of working with the head of New Generation Pictures, uh, Jonathan Klein. And um, he was directing me. We also had some some members from Capcom there and and kind of on the horn on, on Skype listening in and approving each take and right. and all that. And, of course, you know, the, the, the coolest thing or the most frustrating thing is you're working on this awesome project. You're not allowed to talk about it, you know, until it comes out. So I recorded for Street Fighter V a good year ago almost, maybe, right. maybe even longer. Right. And even when the trailers hit E3 and everything, they say, is that you? It's like, I'm not allowed to say. No, it, no but not only that, they didn't really express that. And that, that's actually my next question about that. It, it, I'm glad you segued right into that because I was looking. The minute that I found out Street Fighter Five was coming, I already thought of you instantly. And I was looking in IMDb. <laughs> Yeah. constantly to see if they were release the voices of who was going to be what to see if you were going to reprise the role um they kept it well hidden from the uh game as the uh did you uh you know eventually that you were going to reprise the role um well i had a good feeling i would because when i was cast on street fighter 4 they said all right we want to establish a consistent english cast so that told right. me yay job security <laughs> so anytime this character comes across then you know hopefully the game developer who's sub-licensing it or whatever will reach out to me like Nintendo did, you know, last right. year with 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 Smash Brothers and 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 um and Disney's um, Wreck It Ralph. Absolutely! Oh my God, that is my the high point of my career. Even though it's a cameo, <laughs> I got to be on a Disney movie and a damn good one. It's one of that. the most noticeable cameos. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, oh well, thank you. Yes, yes, and having him and Ken and uh, Sonic the Hedgehog and and other mm -hmm. iconic Street Fighter characters too. Um, it's it's just unreal. Um, and I only had to sit on that for like 
maybe four to six months, but still. <laughs> but how hard is it for you to actually keep keeping all these secrets? Well, you know, it, it, you get in that 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 situation where you do sign a legal contract. I mean, they could right. take you to court, they could sue you, but I think the the overwhelming, overarching uh, threat is you babble about this. We're just not going to hire you again, and we're gonna, you, you know, know. You, it's gonna besmirch your your hireability in the future. So, when you see voice talent. Uh, pimping projects on social media, chances are they've got either the okay from the uh, creators, the publishers, or the game is actually already out. Right. Absolutely. Um, next question as far as that, um, speaking, this may be one of those things that you may have to be tight-lipped about. There is a story mode, a lengthy story mode scheduled to come out in June. Mm-hmm. Is there anything which is the first time that this is happening because i'm so glad because i was hoping that this was going to be the case especially with another realm coming out with mortal Kombat, and they had their lengthy full feature type of uh you know experience um now they have announced that that's going to happen too so is it anything that you could possibly talk about as far as that story mode um it's no here here's the thing i don't have to feel guilty about saying no i know nothing because the actors <laughs> are kept in the dark about this stuff because wow. i think there's a fear from the marketing team from these companies that we will accidentally blab or something and then people will connect the dots and all that stuff so mm-hmm. what we're told in the session is the context of the actual scene in which we're doing it. It's like, oh, this is a cutscene, and you're interacting with Ken or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we're told just enough uh, that we need to know for the session. And honestly, that is all we need to know. As actors, right. we need to dial in the performance uh, based on what the scene is calling for. And, and, and right. uh, you know, getting that in between my actual director and someone from Capcom kind of working with the director saying, you know what, this, this scene, uh, we need to give him some more context because when we're recording, the script is completely out of context. You know, it's separated right. in tabs. You know, it's like, oh, and this tab in the notebook or on the iPad or generated on screen is just my lines right. where I'm responding to people or I'm talking to people and there's nothing on there. But maybe it's like an Excel spreadsheet. So I see my oh, wow. I see my line. It's got a number attached to it because we go in order. Uh, and then one of the columns might have producer's notes. It's like, oh, excited angry, uh, <laughs> responding to Cammy, uh, you know, some, something like that. And sometimes there's nothing in the produ- production notes. And mm-hmm. um, the director will say, okay, next line, let's do line 10. And mm-hmm. in this scene, hold on, stand by, they'll say. And I'm, so I'm just sitting there waiting. And while, when they say stand by, they mute their little talkback mic in the studio. And they sit there and talk to the Capcom rep. I say, I say what's going on in this scene? <laughs> and usually they do a lot of show prep ahead of time. Uh, Jonathan Klein's right. really, really good about knowing the material and the game stuff for the next day's recording inside and out that he knows exactly what he wants and and asks for. Um, and it, uh, it, it really helps the actor. We as the actor just have to bring our skills to the booth and be right. ready to do that. So um, even if uh, I'm a big fanboy and I say, hey, hey, what, what goodies can you tell me? They're like, nah, sorry, can't talk about it. You know, Put your hands in your pocket, go sit in the corner over there. It's like, do not talk about Fight Club. It's the first rule of Fight Club. <laughs> you know, all that stuff. And I'm like, man, oh, okay. Can you tell me your release date? It's like, uh, later. I'm like, okay. <laughs> all right, let's go games real quick. Um, Street Fighter Five. have you gotten a chance to play it yet? 
Oh yeah, yeah. I ended up buying the um, deluxe edition with the Ryu statue because <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't that be just honorable uh, <laughs> gifts? I was Thank I you. was hoping I would get a free copy um, in gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know what I really want is that a, a ludicrously expensive bust of Ryu. There's like one in his white gi and one in the blue, and it's like oh my god, those are so cool, and they're ginormous, right so like life sized. <laughs> but this this the the craftsmanship on this statue this figurine is really really nice so for you know the game is sixty dollars right but if you pay a hundred dollars right for the extra 40 you're getting this great museum quality figure and is this the one with the beard or is this the one um, original no just the standard it's like the cover art for the game okay but i i did see someone tweet a picture of uh, the bearded ryu as if someone is going to be putting out that figure it's like oh god i'm gonna have to <laughs> gonna have to go smile at a, at a at a con booth somewhere it's like hey you work a deal for the voice <laughs> you know or you're gonna have to grow a beard or I could grow, yeah, yeah. I'll grow a beard. I could grow all the hair on my head because everyone knows I'm bald. So it's like, come on. I have so much testosterone, it killed the follicles on the top of my head. That That's what's going on. It's the dark hado. That's it. That dark hado. It's absolutely. Oh, so um, how have you played? Um, have, do you have a favorite character uh, playing it? Oh, I'm totally biased. I love playing as Ryu, even though <laughs> I get my butt handed to me because I'm a casual gamer. I button mash. Uh, they did just have the big update, which was eight gigs, you know, mm-hmm. ginormous. And they, they introduced Alex. And I think he's a lot of fun. He kind of looks like a roided he's much. I would say he's much easier than the Alex from the original uh, Street Fighter 3 game. Oh, he's okay. a lot more fun to play. Okay, so that's an older character to see how much I know. <laughs> All right. But uh, I actually well, did. Back then, they didn't have voices for the characters. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, yeah. He, he's been fun to play. So, you know, when he comes available, yeah, I'll pitch out the, the Zenny or whatever, the in-game credits to, to go ahead and snag him because, hey, I'm a completist. I want to have it all. So there you go. he looks like a roided out Brett Michaels from uh, Poison <laughs> uh, or a, a young Hulk Hogan, you know, does have that. Well, actually, funny you said that. That's and he is inspired. Is he? Okay. <laughs> there's there's a um I, I, if you um play or see scenes of the original Street Fighter 3 when him and Hugo meet up they do the exact same pose from WrestleMania 3 where Andre and Hulk, you know, to stand up. Oh, it's beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It, it, they they reprise that whole entire scene and everything. So it was heavily inspired to some extent of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's epic. Yeah, it pretty it pretty much is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I've played all the survival thing and you know did all that. I honestly wish that the the arcade mode was in there, and hopefully enough people have made a, a stink about it that uh, maybe we'll get one eventually. I don't know either way, but I am looking forward to the to to uh, story mode and and all that fun stuff. And until then, uh, I'm enjoying the bare bones uh, aspect of it. It's a, it's a ton of fun. I think it's a it really beautiful is. game. The mechanics are great I, I recently went to a um a con uh in seattle soccer con and jonathan klein was there and led this and we had uh ian sinclair who's rashid and myself and ruben langdon who's ken and we ended up doing a panel not only talking about the making of street fighter 5 but we also got to play each other on street fighter 5 <laughs> us against as your respective the respective characters yeah as our respective characters and we got to play the attendees and it was all blown up on this giant screen oh, God. oh it was so much fun and of course i didn't <laughs> win a single match and in 
Ian, who plays Rashid, he has really gotten into this, especially since he's a huge Street Fighter nerd, and then he got to be right. a part of Five. So he right. he knows arcade sticks. He knows the type of buttons there are and how to it's, customize it's, it. It's funny. I'm going to give a, a civil plug to my co-host of uh, our Talk Time Live uh, podcast, Lou Johnson. That's his favorite character that he uses. It's the one that kick is is his is his uh how can i say it it's his uh mill ticket oh okay <laughs> so when he, i love it it's like i am rashid of a turbulent wind and it's like oh my god it's ian it's space dandy it's dandy from space dandy for anyone who remembers that anime from a couple weeks. yeah i do remember that anime that's pretty cool yeah yeah and he is he's such an awesome dude so 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 fun and he's really really into street fighter so he immediately I like itself too you like what I actually like the character itself, too. Yeah, totally. Totally. There's a lot of great, fun characters. A lot of my friends in the VO community are, are part of this cast, and they're they're super psyched. I'm so proud of them. I'm so lucky to be to be doing this in the first place because it's a lifelong dream of mine to do voices for animated projects and now gaming. I, I'm old. I'll be 47 in June, so I grew up before games started talking. There were just beeps and blips and 8-bits and not even 8-bits. Right, exactly. Atari, man. But uh, <laughs> our, our Paleolithic era of video games. That's right. Back in the day. But uh, <laughs> yeah, nowadays, the most prevalent type of character-based voice work is video games, and we're psyched to do it. I haven't got to do any mocap yet, motion capture but Ruben Langdon does that for a living you know I mean he's he's on tons of games and you know Dante and Devil May Cry and all that fun stuff it's oh, yeah. like man I, I am it's an exciting time to be alive uh, with the burst it, of, of popularity of, of, of every type of genre of game and now mobile gaming and now VR yeah I could not agree with you more. And speaking of, you know, segueing uh, right into what you were saying about being uh, fortunate to be able to play these parts, when you actually, uh, when you first was approached or you first went after the part of actual uh, playing Ryu, were you nervous knowing how iconic of a character that was and what it would take to probably, you know, be a good uh, character of that? Yeah, well, I have a very, very strong work ethic. I give 110% regardless of any audition for any project, whether it's an on hold message or narration for a training manual or, you know, whatever it is or something iconic like Street Fighter. With that, right. I got an email from Jonathan, uh, the you know, head of New Gen Pictures and the director of Street Fighter five. He emailed me and said, got a big project coming. I want you to come in and read for it. Uh, it's so big, in fact, that we're going to have you sign a non-disclosure agreement just to oh, audition. Wow. <laughs> this is like Gail Gadot with the Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, audition. Right. Right. Yeah. So I go in. I signed the NDA. He hands me the three ring binder with all the characters in it. And I just almost like, Aah! you know, it's like, <laughs> calm down, calm down. Just just pick uh, whoever you want to read for and uh, take some take a few minutes and then we'll bring you back and have you read. And it's like so I immediately, of course, picked Ryu. Uh, I think I picked E. Honda and M. Bison and uh, El Fuerte because he was the most interesting or El Fuerte, funny right, yes. of, of the new characters at the time. So I went ahead and read for those and I didn't think twice. I said I did the best. I could, and if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I thought maybe, oh, maybe, I, maybe I'd get E Honda or something like that. There's no way I'm going to get Ryu. I mean, he's the he's the star. That him and Ken are like the two big, or, yeah, big exactly. characters. The main, the, the most likely to mainstay. 
<laughs> right. Yeah. So a couple months goes by. I'm at a con and the director, voice of Blanca, Talis and Jaffe goes, hey, man, congrats. I go, for, for what? Like for, for getting the man. And I was like, what are you talking about? No, I haven't been told. <laughs> Who, what do you know? It's like, oh. And then he whispers in my ear. It's like, you got Ryu. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then I went into the session and oh, my God, I, it was crazy. And uh, when I got to record for Wreck-It Ralph, the Disney people, Rich Moore, who's one of the directors on Zootopia now, he was geeking out because him and all the writers and creators of Wreck-It Ralph are hardcore gamers. And they were just freaking out. Oh, my God, Ryu is here. And I'm going, oh, my God, I'm in Disney. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you're right. (laughs) I'm going to flip the switch real quick with you. Last time we uh, spoke, we were tech addicted. Oh, God. Yeah. Are you still tech addicted? And if so, what else did you buy within that time frame? Oh, my God. Well, I just got uh, the new iPad Pro, the smaller one, the 9.7 inch. I got an Apple Pencil because huh? uh-huh. I, not that I profess to be any type of artist, but I love that technology. Uh-huh. And it's supposedly the most advanced stylus there is. And it can only yep. work on iPad Pro. Uh-huh. Curse you, Apple. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I'm loving Tomo Again, that free app on iOS. And I think Android has it, too. But man, I'm just obsessed with that. I love it. Love it so much uh i love streaming shows on netflix we're we're mm-hmm. almost through the first season of daredevil because i know season two is now online and it's funny love you it. said that because we're, we're going to be reviewing that entire season oh very, my God. very soon yeah yeah my my fiance was like this is getting boring it's like what are you crazy no 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 no, no. watch <laughs> this one and then wilson fisk as, as a child it's like okay i'm back into it it's like okay whew, thank god all right all right good 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 so we're gonna we're gonna rattle through that at some point we got to finish a lot of shows i'm excited about fear the walking dead i i I love my imac i love um iphone love my 3ds i take it to every convention i can to get every street pass possible right Um, let's see god tech wise uh i got like a a good price on a 4k sony tv uh it's it looks so good so good uh i got the new uh there's a new type of ultra hd blu-ray players you know because your basic blu-ray is 1080p and it upscales your players, your PS4 and all that, and your, your typical players will upscale 1080p to 4K. This one plays right. native 4K. So now a handful of movie titles are out on ultra 4K where these Blu-ray discs have that higher compression rate so you get you know the full quality of everything so i've got mad max fury road which was like one of my favorite movies of recent time uh one of her favorite movies is hancock so i picked that up and (laughs) i think deadpool will be coming out on that which i'm be out on may 10th i think yeah and i saw that hilarious ad that ryan reynolds did he's like he's holding up a laser disc in a vhs i saw that too yeah hey millennials deadpool's coming out (laughs) on home video (laughs) uh there's been it's been a great time for for movies uh you know deadpool i I love star wars oh my god i i pre-ordered the steelbook blu-ray from best buy because it's got a really cool kylo ren cover Uh, I know it's available digitally now, but um, I lost my debit card this week, so I have no way to uh, pay for anything online until my new card. Well, thank God God New Age will allow it to be there uh, in a speedy time. Oh, yeah. Well, totally. I mean, I've I've got the pre-order paid for, so I'm going to go pick that up uh, first thing Tuesday. Ready for that. Oh, God, what else? Just a lot of traveling. Got a lot of cons <laughs> coming up and a lot of jet lag, of course, too. But, you know, exhaustion in, in a good vein because I'm very, very fortunate to, to get to be, in, to be involved in, in pop culture media and something that I'm a huge fan of to begin with. 
Absolutely. Well, you'll be happy to know that, you know, the notes that I'm looking at is for my new iPad Pro. Ooh, ooh. The bigger the bigger one at that. Ha. Yeah, I didn't get the biggest one. I just went with a Wi-Fi 128 gig. Well, I am the artist, so I was like, I had to get, you know, just for a bigger, you know, version that I can actually draw, you know, biggest day pixels or whatever. And the, and, and the pencil mm-hmm. is one of the best stylus I've ever, you know, invested in. That's great. See, I've got it plugged into my iPad right now charging. And, yeah. and it uh, charges really fast, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let me. I've got it in front of me and I'm checking the battery meter. It's like, oh, yeah, it, it's charged in no time. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I swear to goodness, I think if our wives were actually, you know, if we were together and our wives were, you know, together, and I think they would be like Betty and Wilma. Oh, God. To us being, you know, it's us being the tech versions of Fred and Barney. Basically, yeah. <laughs> we should not be together and stuff like this. It's like, you know, you have a good significant other if they let you be yourself and don't try to change you. It's like, just accept you for all your quirks and your eccentricities and your love of <laughs> fill in the blank. In our case, tech. Absolutely. Well said. Um, I'm going to flip the script to uh, one more time, and this is going to be Dragon Ball related. Okay. We Last time we talked, we spoke of Dragon Ball Super, and uh, you didn't get a chance to check it out. Have you gotten a chance to check it out, and what do you think, if you did? Uh, I've only seen about 10 or 15 minutes of the first episode, and not a lot happened, so it's like, <laughs> you get a real fear. It's like, what? Why is Goku on a tractor? I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I've heard that, you know, it, it kind of recounts the two movies and, it, you know, it has some low yeah. points in animation and all that and I really, really hope that that Gohan comes back and does something really impressive. There was a focus on him this time around. Like, they've acknowledged that you know, he needs to start training more. Yeah. So, with that said... You haven't heard anything about possibly reprising the role? Well, as far as I understand, um, I would get to come back, you know, but we have to wait for Toye to work it out with Funimation. So we're all just kind of uh, hoping. Just we're, we're, chomping at the bits, pretty much. Oh, God, yeah, chomping at the bits. You know, the the, the, the clock's ticking and people yeah. are, you know, the only way to watch it is to, to go torrent it somewhere. I mean, not even right. the legal uh, sites like <laughs> Crunchyroll or Funimation.com have been able to secure the rights to that. And I right. really hope they can at least do that and get the official versions at least subtitled until we have the time to to to, to bang out the dub and i know yeah. that we are all just really really excited to, to get to return to the franchise with the, the brand new stuff even though it's yeah. you know apparently story-wise is not the the most amazing stuff but it's still brand new you know it's right uh, right it's stuff that we've been a part of uh for god i mean it, it, it's the bulk it's the reason we have careers today i mean i, I started on it, that 16 years absolutely. ago absolutely Absolutely. We keep talking about that all the time. Like people can, you know, this generation can, you know, make jokes about it all we want. But Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball franchise period really took, you know, just perspective of how you can animate and how you can, you know, do fighting scenes and, you know, how you can really tell a story and how you can evolve a character Mm -hmm. in ways that no other, you know, animation has ever done before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Last question. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a character from any rather anime, video game and US uh, animated series that you wanted to work on 
or have you seen it been interested in? Uh, I've been a huge Batman fan for years, ever since the original animated series in the nineties. I was in college then, but right. uh, it still holds up. I mean, to me, oh, Kevin yeah. Conroy is Batman, but I would give anything to be in that universe to work with Andrea yeah. Romano, who directed that and Animaniacs and a lot of other oh, yeah. uh, pivotal nineties cartoons. The whole WB lineup was just phenomenal. Oh yeah. Yeah. To work. Uh, I mean, and I think, you know, DC is absolutely crushing it in the animated realm. Oh, yeah. Uh, whereas Marvel's owning it in the theatrical realm. Funny you said that. Absolutely funny you said that because uh, our next episode is talking about the state of the uh, DC Cinematic Universe. So yeah. bringing up the whole entire primetime series and the animation as well and the recent movies to come up, um, that's going to be that's going to be discussed. OK, cool. And I, I totally agree with you on it and the whole animation and a primetime. Actually, I'm enjoying a primetime. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen Batman versus Superman because so many people were disappointed in it. And now you- I can tell you it, 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 I it's there's something there. There's something there. That's all I can say. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I can see the good and bad things. I can I can yeah. still appreciate a, a squandered opportunity because, you know, mm-hmm. I think Zack Snyder is talented. I actually I actually really, really enjoyed Man of Steel. I like all his oh, movies. So Hell, I enjoyed Sucker Punch, man. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that is a music video. That movie makes no <laughs> sense. It makes no. no sense, and I totally get why people hate on it. But I think Our it's— Our listeners right now know that I have a, have a certain disdain for that movie. Oh, sure. Sure. And I totally respect that. Totally, totally, totally. Um, Visually, it's it's the most beautiful thing ever. That's what that's what I hold on to. I think it is visual art. I think it's Mm -hmm. got a great soundtrack. I um, that's where I first discovered Oscar Isaac, who uh, plays Poe Dameron in Star Wars. And it's like and now um, um, Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Yeah. Of all people. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Break out the nerd grid. (laughs) (laughs) All that stuff. But yeah, you know, I'm Civil War, it just looks so amazing. It looks like it looks like kind of what Avengers 2 should have been. <laughs> right. Oh, all right, little side question. Your your first impressions when you saw Spider-Man. Uh, uh my panties were moist. Yeah. <laughs> It was stupid, stupid crazy because I, I, I enjoyed the uh, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans, the Andrew yes. Lincoln, not so much. I thought he was a good Peter Parker. I have no idea what Tom Holland's going to bring to the, the thing other yeah. than he's younger than both the other actors. Right. Um, and actually that Spider-Man kind of looked, hearkened to the old the old look of Spidey when the, the one that when I grew up, you know, the, you it know, was kind of the basics, the, the basics uh, um, itself really did pay homage to that. And then the suit, if you've seen the whole entire suit, it kind of reminds me of what's going on. I don't know if you're reading the recent comic books now, but he's kind of the new Tony Stark. Oh, is he? Okay. Now, yeah, he's taken over. I think from what I remember, Tony Stark is not the rich guy that he used to be. So um, now, you know, Parker Industries is now available. He's now that guy. And his suit is a little bit more enhanced. So it kind of it works. It works for what it's supposed to do in here. And the fact that he's on Tony's side, it makes sense. Oh, OK. <laughs> now, so I, mean, there's I my love the part. memes. I love the <laughs> memes that, that immediately came up within hours of that trailer. Record crop. time, right? <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Good stuff. So uh, thank you so much. Um, you know, this has been a pleasure getting a chance to talk to you. Just want to give you a heads up. Um, we're having a tournament 
called the Omega Fist Tournament. Uh, two versions of it, one for comic book, uh, you know, Facebook interaction, uh, and the other is a Street Fighter tournament okay. that we're having. So, with that said, is it any advice that you could possibly be the, you know, the, you know, the extreme uh, champion that you are? Can you give to the contestants of that tournament? The answer lies in the heart of battle. There you go. <laughs> I must train harder. Yeah. yeah, do all that. Do all the training. Go to the <laughs> tutorial. Memorize those combos. Do the best you can. And remember, the voice of Ryu, Kyle Bear, is behind you all the way. That's all I need to hear. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and before we go, can you uh, please tell everybody how they can follow you? Oh, sure. I'm at Kyle A. Bear. That's K-Y-L-E-H-E-B-E-R-T. So it looks like Hebert. Uh, that's my Twitter handle. Also on Instagram, Facebook.com slash Kyle A. Bear V-O. Uh, if you're on on Tomo, I'm sure you'll find me. I'm just Kyle A. Bear on there. Um I'm all over the place. KyleAbear.com for the latest uh, convention appearances and projects. Obviously, the latest thing out right now is Street Fighter V, and uh, super, super pumped to be a part of that awesome project. Very cool. Well, Kyle, thank you so very much for taking the time, and I've had I've totally enjoyed myself uh, this day. Thank you. And uh, I look forward to everything that you're going to be doing in the future, and uh, the best of uh, luck, and the best of luck to all your career and everything. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. This is Kyle Habert. We're out of here. Take care, guys.